0: I'm living out one of my lifelong dreams this week, and I had no idea. Nice. I have a rental car because our van is getting repaired. And on my way to the church, I discovered today I have the cooling seats in my rental car. Ooh. Have you experienced these before? No. It will cool you like a heated seat, mm-hmm. just the opposite wow. while you drive. But the, t- the sad thing is, it's fall, and I don't need to be cool. That sort of <laughs> crossed my mind, but I was still excited for you. I It's just, I've always wanted it. Yeah.
1: Morning. How's Wait, it going? I made that mistake last time. You can say it again. That's okay. fine. I mean, good, good day. actually, it's
0: not morning. We're we're literally uh, in the afternoon I, at I, this I, point.
1: Man, I, I should just start saying hi. That's it,
0: It's safer. Yeah, it is. Welcome to the 23 podcast. My name's Michael and I'm here with Father Jeff. Good to be here. Happy week. <laughs> I was going to say a day of the week, but I don't know what day people are listening. I know it, It's all very confusing. Hey, um, we, you know what we didn't talk about a couple of weeks ago hmm. was this handy-dandy little article in The Blade that was talking about <laughs> various podcasts in I the know. Toledo area. And our our humble little podcast here was a part of it.
1: I know. I, God bless her for doing in, that. In fact,
0: a couple of weeks ago while we were recording, we didn't mention it in the moment, mm-hmm. but there was a photographer here, mm-hmm. and we didn't break the camera, which I th- I yeah. thought that was a pretty good... You know, I, I'm always like, really? We don't need pictures. no There's faces for radio.
1: I was, yeah. I was worried when someone said, oh, one picture is of the back of your head. And I was like, oh, dang.
0: But, I like the back of your head. Mm. This not your favorite angle? Well. God loves you from every side, Father John. Oh, that's beautiful. I just want you to know that. Every, every, it sounds like
1: that should be a song with maracas or something.
0: <laughs> oh, we're still on the maracas this week. <laughs> Hey, um, a couple of things coming up this week. I know we want to talk a little bit about the upcoming date night with Father Nathan. To clarify, it's not a date with Father Nathan. Correct. He's, be... he's taken right. by, by Jesus. Jesus. Right, and
1: Holy Mother Church. Yep.
0: Um, Yep. But Father Nathan is hosting a date night right. here at John the 23rd. First of all, for those that are listening and don't know Father Nathan, why don't you tell people about Father Nathan?
1: Yeah, Um. He's great. I think he um, he has some kind of ministry out in Colorado that he, like, I think it's Eagle Eye Ministries. Yeah, so like outdoor adventure, but you know, tying faith into that. But he's yeah. he's actually from the Tulio area.
0: Yeah, he grew up in our diocese. I yeah. believe in mommy. Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, great speaker, good sense of humor. Um, so you you won't want to miss out on this, and so it'll be uh, it'll be really worth worthwhile. And so, however long it is that uh, you know. You've uh, any couples been together out there? I think it'd be I think it'd be worth it.
0: Just a, a nice night to get out. I'm pulling it up here on 23.Church. Oh, there's just a short little link that says sign up date night <laughs> with Father Nate presented by the St John Leadership Network. It um, registration and appetizers are at six thirty, with a presentation from seven to ten. Mm -hmm. coming up this Saturday, Saturday, November 12th. So it'll be the, the week after this podcast comes out and it says, join us for an evening with your spouse and other couples seeking to grow in relationships led by father Nathan through scripture. Father Nathan helps to make sense of the ordinary struggles we face and gives us tools to renew and re-energize our spirits. This date night with father Nate is a celebration of marriage and gives an opportunity for couples to take time out of their busy lives reflect on what is truly important. Taking a step back occasionally can be just what we need to move forward with grace. And I was telling Father Jeff earlier, I met Father Nathan many years ago uh, when he was the uh, leader of the Novena to the Sacred Heart of Jesus out at the Visitation Monastery in Toledo, and I was really Really um, just taken by him this week, that week in his preaching, because I was playing several masses that week in the morning, bright and early, 7 a.m., the mm-hmm. best time for mass. And um, he's just a really dynamic speaker, all around good guy. So we highly encourage you guys to get registered for this event and uh, bring your sweetie. Yeah. The sweetest day has passed, I believe. That was back in October. Uh, that's
1: that, that day's lost on me, so that, <laughs> I don't know.
0: Oh, I'll get you a card next year. Oh, great. And a, <laughs> and a teddy bear. <laughs> and a balloon <laughs> and, a, and a balloon do you like balloons
1: uh, i'm not anti-balloon
0: it, it's got to be a helium balloon those are the most fun mm. like it, it might as well like go up in the air no there's nothing worse than a like a balloon that just falls to the ground yeah. Sad that's, balloon. that's just boring yeah. and then you know they get staticky and they collect hair that's they could just get gross uh also coming up this weekend you're gonna get an extra hour of sleep woohoo Although, if you're. I
1: probably at, misspent it like I do. <laughs> that's what generally. I was going to say.
0: Yeah, we are like, oh, we get a bonus hour of sleep. We'll just watch we'll a little. Stay up later. A little more TV or read a little more in the book or whatever it may be. Yeah, it never works out the way that you think it's going to. But it's happening this weekend. Clocks change. So don't forget that.
1: The nice thing is with all of our uh, automated stuff, a lot of that happens.
0: I don't trust it. I know that's stupid because wow. I use technology for everything. But I still, like, usually what I do is when I get home from church on Saturday, I just start changing clocks mm-hmm. and I start living in the new time. Mm-hmm. I'm a new man. Wow. I'm in a new time zone and then I just pretend the rest of the night it's like make believe that we're in the new time so I try to like go about my my day at the normal time but doesn't always work. Mm-hmm. But yeah, your phone should just change.
1: But every other clock, yeah, like got to do it manually.
0: Which it's funny because with like our co- the college students that play here cuz I sometimes forget that I keep getting older, but the college shouldn't stay the same. So I'm like, on Saturdays, I'm usually like, don't forget to change your clocks. And they're like, I have my phone. And then I'm like, but what about the other clocks? And they're like, we literally don't have another clock. Like wow. the, the only, clock I was like, not even your microwave. And they're like, we don't set that. And I'm like, oh, you're one, you're one of those people. <laughs> Listen to my judgmental tone. I know. Two kinds
1: of people in the world, people who set the time on their microwaves <laughs> and those who don't. <laughs> I, uh
0: we're going to just leave it at that. Let's get into the gospel for this week. Still Luke. We are burning through Luke. Chapter 20. There is a long swarm. A shwarm, Oh, my God. Long form. A long. But it's, it's like, not that long. It's a shawarma. A long hmm. form. It sounds delicious. We should get some lunch. Uh, a long form and a short form. But we're going to read the long form because it's not terribly long. No.
1: And I think when you talked about um, living in the new time, that was actually prophetic for oh, this gospel. Gosh.
0: It's like I knew it was coming. Yeah. I'm so glad. Yeah. So this is Luke chapter 20, verses
1: 27 to 38. Some Sadducees, those who deny that there is a resurrection, came forward and put this question to Jesus, saying, "Teacher, Moses wrote for us, if someone's brother dies leaving a wife but no child, his brother must take the wife and raise up descendants for his brother." Now there were seven brothers. The first married a woman, but died childless. Then the second and the third married her, and likewise all the seven died childless. Finally, the woman also died. Now at the resurrection, whose wife will that woman be? For all seven had been married to her. Jesus said to them, The children of this age marry and remarry, but those who were deemed worthy to attain to the coming age and to the resurrection of the dead, Neither marry nor are given in marriage. They can no longer die, for they are like angels, and they are the children of God, because they are the ones who will rise. That the dead will rise even Moses made known in the passage about the bush, when he called out, Lord, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And he is not God of the dead, but of the living, for to him all are alive."
0: I'm glad I don't have to give a homily this weekend. This is a this is a tough gospel to to unpack. Yeah, that's a nice word. I was gonna say to get into. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just gonna be honest how mm-hmm. I feel about it. It's um, it's just not n- definitely not one of my favorites. So let's unpack it, shall <laughs> we? <laughs> shall we?
1: Look at you offering it up.
0: Yeah, you know. Well, yeah. I I got to fill the 23 minutes somehow, so we might yeah. as might as well talk instead of have silence. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, it is interesting, you know, there there's a there's a couple of different, you know, pieces um to this. Of course, it really does speak to us of the importance of the resurrection. And so, you know, people have have children in order to, you know, pass on the family name, you know, um repopulate the species, you know, all these kind of things. And so Jesus is saying, yeah. So when we, we rise from the dead, um and then we, we live forever. There's there's no need to pass my name down. There's no need to continue the species, like, because all are just going to be alive mm-hmm. forever. Mm-hmm. And so it, it does remind us of that, I think, I mean, a core tenet of our faith that sometimes we we, we overlook sometimes, you mm-hmm. know, this resurrection, even though, you know, the great celebration we have of Easter, and then every Sunday is like a little mini Easter we remember Jesus's resurrection and just how important that that reality is um, for us and that it just means everything um the sadducees did not believe uh, that there is a resurrection Uh, that's why they were so sad you see
0: Um, oh oh, uh, i'm here
1: yeah but but i think it does lead to to what is it that that we're made for ultimately, you know, because they just believe that, you know, when you're sort of, when your life's done, your life is done. Um, And maybe there's a lot of people out there that struggle with that same notion. Uh, Even maybe people who, you know, maybe grew up in church or something like that because the the culture doesn't really sort of support that idea necessarily. Um, But Jesus reminds us that we're going to, we're going to rise. I remember a um, professor I had in seminary, who uh said, said to us one to us gentlemen if there's no resurrection of the body then we have to go find out its work because <laughs> it just re- it means everything yeah. for us you know in our christian life and the church and it's just so so important of a of a reality and so you know jesus they're trying to you know trap jesus as you know as his opponents were right were want to do right um but he you know, goes around that and kind of beats him at their own game.
0: The quote that came to mind as we were discussing this and I, I was looking it up just because I want to attribute it to the correct person when 2020 came around and we were faced with the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic um, and very uncertain of what was going on. And, you know, public masses across the state of Ohio were, were um, discontinued and we were streaming online and, By Easter Sunday, we weren't even having mass in person yet, right? With the public, but I remember one of the things that inspired me, and we put together like a little social media campaign advertising our Easter masses. That we are an Easter people, Mm -hmm. right? Even in the even in the midst of this great um, pandemic that's going on in the world, and we're all, you know, disoriented with, with what was going on. We are, we are an Easter people, and Alleluia is our song. And my brain remembered it being attributed to John Paul II, but I think he was actually quoting St. Augustine of Hippo. Um, but it's a great reminder that w- what you said, that yes, every year, of course, we celebrate the entire Paschal Mystery, which ultimately concludes with the resurrection. Every Sunday is a mini Easter, which when you said that I was picturing... <laughs> Here comes Peter Cottontail. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. Why. I'm not a big fan of the Easter Bunny, but we'll get that. In, we'll get into that another time. And um, you know that do we live our lives in a way that truly believes in that through times of adversity, um, and also in times of joy? Sure. Even our our
1: first reading, not to, I'm not going to proclaim it but from Maccabees about you know these these men who are willing to face torture because rather than go against God's law. God's law because they knew that God would, would raise them, yeah. and so there is that overcoming of adversity. And Jesus try and teach us in the resurrection, it's not just going to be a resuscitation, you know, where we sort of come back the way we are now. That things are going to be different. That we are going to live in a new time, yeah, uh, in a new in a new age that'll be characterized above and, um, above all by our relationship uh, with God. And you know God's ultimate purpose for us is, in a sense, to marry us. You know, to have that close and that intimate of a relationship yeah. that um, we can know that a little bit here on earth, and marriage is meant to be a reflection of that. Um, but the fulfillment of of our life is that that complete and eternal um, marriage with God, and we see that throughout scriptures from you know the Old Testament, you know through. Uh, the very end of the Bible in the book of Revelation.
0: Yeah. That's interesting. Cause even, you know, earlier we were joking about, you know, this isn't a date night with father Nathan cause he's already taken. Um, I guess I've never really thought about the fact that as baptized Catholics, we are called into that relationship as well. I, I guess I never would have thought of using the word marriage with it. Mm-hmm. I, you know, you, you, we use the image of, you know, Jesus being the bridegroom and mm-hmm. the, the church, um, but yeah, that's a that's a neat image. Thank you. for that. I
1: think even in, it's one of the options for like Christmas Eve, um, from Isaiah, where he talks about your builder, which is God. Your builder will marry you, mm. will marry you, and it's also the th- first reading, um, the Sunday where we talk about the wedding at Cana, and so we do see even back in the Old Testament there is some of this marriage imagery, and then like the very last like verse of the Bible, the Spirit and the Bride say, "Come," you know, to to Jesus, and so. That's kind of the story yeah.
0: in a lot of ways. I think, too, about when I think of the images of Resurrection, I think a lot about the different Resurrection songs that we sing. Obviously, those are, are things that are dear to my heart. Um, and in that great song that so many people here have come to love, Matt Mars' Because He Lives, which he borrowed you know, the bridge of that song um, from the Gaithers because he lives, I can face tomorrow mm. because he lives. All my fears are gone. I know well, I'm the worst at lyrics. My life is in his hands mm-hmm. is basically what it, what it says. By the way, if that stream of conscience, I'm the worst at lyrics is not part of the song. I just want to <laughs> clarify. Oh, right? Yeah. I'm the worst at lyrics. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That would be. <laughs> not, not be, it's not uplifting right. necessarily. Yeah, kind of awkward. Um, but there's a, there's a, um, a trust in that right there's a there's a hope in that 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 is through the eyes of faith because of the resurrection we too will share in that
1: and I think it's important and maybe this is where I um, unintentionally ruffle some feathers ruffle ruffle away um, but I think I think this also combats what we hear in uh, the sentiments good but sometimes when people pass you know we say oh heaven not gained an angel hmm. um, and so Jesus says right here he goes they can no longer die, for they are like angels yeah. who live in this, you know, immortal, deathless, deathless state. And they are the children of God. And yeah. so when we die, we, we don't become angels. We become, we stay human beings. We stay us, but yeah. to the resurrected life, you know? And so in a sense to, and that, I mean, God made humanity in his image and likeness. And so to become angels when we die is actually like a demotion yeah, in the order of creation, and so, um, you know, we stay—humans um, are a, a, a mix of body and soul, and, um, and that resurrection, you know, the, that gets
0: back together again. No feathers ruffled here. I, I agree with you completely. I think that—and that is good to know. And it's it's one of those things, too, where, like, in the midst of counseling, maybe a grieving family— Not the time to bring it up. Not the time to bring it up. Right. But on a podcast when we're talking about this, I think this is a time to be— um, intelligent about our faith, too, sure. and what we truly believe, and it it does make a lot of sense when you think of it that way.
1: Yeah, because even the, I mean, the devil is an angel, and, you know, it's always been said that part of what, what made him so mad, I guess, was his jealousy that God loves humanity so much, hmm. Um and had this, made, again, that we're made in God's image and likeness, and this whole plan of salvation to bring us into this marriage, you know, with the God of the universe and just couldn't, yeah. couldn't handle it all. Um, yeah.
0: He actually, I'm, I'm just kind of glancing at the second reading for this weekend too. He's mentioned in it where it says, um, but the Lord is faithful. He will strengthen you and guard you from the evil one. We are confident of you in the Lord that what we instruct you, you are doing and you will continue to do. May the Lord direct your hearts to the love of God and to the endurance of Christ. So if anything, we're given spiritual nourishment to be protected from evil. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And the, and the lies that uh, get whispered to us about uh, who we are and who we aren't. And that just happens in so many ways. Yeah. Um, and so, even though this, um, this gospel might be difficult to enter into or, or unpack, I think we can see the significance of it, you know, really what, what, what greatness, humanity, was really made for. Yeah. Um, and Jesus reminding, you know, trying to invite the Sadducees into that, um, that there's more to this life than even they imagined, Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the same invitation holds true for us as as well and what it is the, that we're striving for.
0: By the way, if you're ever feeling bad about who you are, Father, <laughs> I will be happy to lift you up whatever you need. I, I will pep talk you. i be there. <laughs> is that a... Is that a Jackson 5 song? I think so. Yeah.
1: There's like eight different songs that popped into my mind.
0: There's so many good songs. A medley popped into Lean my mind. Lean on me. Right. When you're not strong. We can do I'll the be, actions like we did back in the 90s. I'll be your friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those were the great days, weren't
1: they? I tell you.
0: You know, that song, not to go off too far, that song, Lean on Me, was actually published by a Catholic publishing house in a contemporary hymnal at one oh, point. Oh, I know. Oh, you're you're well aware of it. I <laughs> I probably played that song for a mass in high school at some point in the early 2000s. Yeah, and I'd like we to, all did. I'd like to apologize to Jesus for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, why don't we pray about it? We'll pray for forgiveness.
1: Wow, that's something.
0: <laughs> I don't know what I'm it like, is. I'm not going to do that. Okay,
1: in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. My God, help us uh, on this day to remember uh, who we are, that we are your beloved children that you have made us to share in your life, that you have given us um, just an abundance of, of gifts, and that um, we are called to really embrace the life that we have been given. Help us, Lord, and to um, overcome the challenges that, that come to living out who we are. As your beloved daughters and sons, help us to remember the promise of the resurrection, to recognize that as part of our human dignity, and also to sustain us in the challenges of this life. God, we love you. We thank you for your love for us. Sustain us this day and each day in that love, in the Holy Spirit, and through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit.
0: Amen. You know, it could be. It could have been a worse song. It could have been the Zacchaeus song from last week. True. <laughs> so, you know, we all have our moments. Hey, friends, have a wonderful week, and uh, we'll see you this weekend for Mass. Hi. <laughs> what an ending.